Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, and welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. This is episode 40. I'm Nick Marsher, and I'm on with Sam Lamott. And actually, I think this podcast is going to be a bit different than most, because instead of talking about brain injury and specific brain injury issue, we're, we're going to talk about life challenges and uh, and how, what do I wrote on my, as I wrote on my page there, that life challenges such as brain injury or concussion how they're not an impediment, they're just an important part of life, but not necessarily, they're a very important part of life, especially brain injury like many mine was, but they're not an impediment to it, not injuries to life. So I'm going to first, if you haven't listened to Sam, Sam Lamont hosts a podcast called Hello Humans, and uh, I will get, and Sam will now talk about the podcast, well, his, I'll talk about that during the podcast, but I'll first ask him if you've ever listened to Hello Humans podcast, You'll know his first question to his guests is always, who are you? And I'm going to turn the tables and ask Sam, who are you? Hey, Nick, thanks for having me. Well, my name is Sam, and I feel like a lot of things. I'm a dad. I'm a teen dad. Uh, I'm a college dropout. <laughs> I'm an ex-meth head. Um, you know, alcoholic and addict and recovery and those are all things that are very much like how I identify I also I have this podcast called how to human and it's part of this company like you mentioned hello humans which is about really sharing the truth of what it means to be human and I'm not saying that other people aren't truthful but I just feel like if you go into your friend's house and you see that they have a laundry hamper full of dirty laundry, well, you don't think too much about it because you know inherently that they have dirty laundry. But if we don't know about each other's inner lives and our hardships and our struggles, whether it's depression or, you know, um, for me, it, it comes in the form of depression and suicidal ideation and um, really crippling anxiety at times. And it's hard to talk about, especially when you go onto social media and everybody has the, the perfect life with the perfect job, with the perfect wife or husband. And it's easy to feel like, man, I'm really 
screwing up this lifetime that I have. And what I found is that there are many of us out there that also feel the same way. And it's it's been a quite a journey to get to hear from other people and get to start having these conversations about um, the real stuff or the stuff that generally kind of gets covered up. Yeah. And no, that's, I mean, because I find a lot, as I mentioned before we started recording, that uh, a lot of times I know I did. When I had my brain tree, I was, uh, I just wanted to get, as you say, as I guess, as Emma says, wants to get back to their old life and wants to get back to, for me, it was being hanging out with friends and, and playing sports and going, going to university and how that is although that was important to me then it's so important it's still important to me kind of but not as much because it's now well now I'm older but as I look at it it's uh it's getting back to that being me going back in time which is not really what we're doing we're still moving ahead we still have to go through life and and attack life as well not necessarily attack and all like that verbiage at all but uh approach life the best way we can and going back in time is not necessarily going back to where you were before instead of accepting recognizing where you are now and moving with that instead of trying to be something that you're not currently because what I was before my brain injury was was 20 was 23 years old and and a fit fit young man but now I'm still I'm still I like to think young 30 and 38 almost 39 and uh so if i'm gonna call it a young, young man or not but uh but well most people would i guess but um yeah so that's not where i am now this, i can't go back to where, what it what i was and where i wanted to go and stuff so although that's not that's been 16 years but still that even though even a year later you're not who you were a year before or a month before or a week before or a day before or an hour before. You're a different person an hour later than you were an hour before. So, uh, and, uh, actually, what I wanted to, wanted to, because you mentioned it very, very clear, well, exactly, but not exactly, but what it says on your, I got an, a, a quote from your, your Patreon page for Hello Humans for Sacred like Pockets is called How to Be, or How to Be Human, or being human. What's it? Sorry, can you time? <laughs> the podcast human? is called How to Human. How to yes. Human. I yeah. call it the Hell Humans. <laughs> Hell Humans Zambia your organization and your yep. website, but How to Human. And uh, on your Patreon page, you wrote a quote that you updated, I think, yesterday. I got your notice that says, If you believe what you see, you believe we look at our cherry pick profile pictures, we curate that our life is the polished story we present. But our truth, our quirky, messy, actual human experience is is captivating and magnetic because we see our true self in the story. So, and I think that's that's an excellent quote. So, to, to talk about that, would you? Because I know people like people want to go back to or change who they were or they are now and go back to something different or to something. You kind of recognize saying this quote: they're cherry picking things and looking at life as not accepting that challenges are not necessarily a bad thing, but they're a thing they have to move with. So, yeah, well, I think we're all kind of mesmerized with this collective fantasy that we've created about what life should be. 
and how it should be and how it should feel. And the, the fantasy kind of is that, um, life is easy. I mean, in a, in its most simplified form, it's that it's easy and that you can just, you know, keep your head up and coast through it. And that has never been my truth. My life has always felt very hard to me. And, um, yeah, that's so many people with pain injury find their life is very hard. So yeah, continue. yeah, and and so you know, for me, I still catch myself wanting this life that I think isn't attainable. I mean, you know, for me, I have a severe clinical depression, and for instance, you know, I've been eating well, I've been exercising, I've been doing everything I can to manage my depression well. Well, yesterday it just hit me like a ton of bricks and it was, it caught me off guard and you know, it's been a while since I've actually been, uh, had a severe depressive episode and I, I barely got out of bed Nick, mm. yesterday. Wow. Um, I basically had to take the whole day off. It was really painful and, and full of shame. And so when you have something that feels so different, like for you, your, your traumatic brain injury um, you, you know, you can feel really, really alone. Yeah. And I think that's the, the beauty about programs like this or, you know, like, uh, how to human is that it's really about getting this stuff out of the, the shadows and everybody has such a different life experience that for people who are dealing with, you know, um, like let's say traumatic brain injury related difficulties it's not going to be very helpful for somebody um, to be given advice based off of, you know, uh, you know, like to doe eyed 20 year olds just graduating college. Like the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the challenges are different and the way to live a high quality of life is, is different. And so for me, it's really about making connection to other people who understand what, what it's like for me. So when I'm struggling, I have people who, who understand. Yeah, no, that's, that's excellent. Cause then you create a, the second network is a, is a kind of cliche word. Right? All these words are getting very, pretty much used by everyone. So you say I create a network. That's like something that said every single like government, uh, in commercial business. And that's, it's, a, it could be annoying, but, uh, just have a group of friends that are just, there for you and you know what they'll understand even if they don't understand necessarily because they the friends who haven't gone to haven't experienced what you've experienced with depression they can they at least they'll you know that they'll support you even though they're not, may not fully understand what your situation is um like i for example i don't know what depression feels like i mean i i'm lucky enough that my i don't know i'm feeling i'm feeling really I mean, I've had obviously some tough, tough things, but I mean, I'm feeling very, very, I'm feeling good, and uh, but I'm still very interested to hear about what. I don't know if you can describe it or if it's even describable. If you can, even if it's possible to describe it, we well, can. It's not possible to describe all the things, but uh, what it feels like when you are, when you have me, not your darkest episode, when your regular time of, of feeling depressed and the feeling that. No one is 
No one, it's just you're alone. It's just you. And no one's coming to help you. Yeah, well, for me, it's a, it's a disease of forgetting. You know, it's like I forget what makes life valuable or what I enjoy. I forget that I have friends who care about me. I forget that I've done things that I'm proud of. And all of a sudden, I'm empty. Right. And, uh, sh- you know, full of shame and sad. And it's literally, I, you know, there's nothing to, there's no quick fix. There's no way to no, snap exactly. out of it. You know, you have to buckle up and see where this thing takes you. And sometimes it means doing things you don't want to do. Like, you know, for me, it's like getting on a, a, a cardio bike which isn't going to fix my depressive episode, but it's going, it's part of the solution for when, you know, when I come out of it, I don't want to have destroyed my life by not doing anything. So it's almost like giving my future self the gift of, okay, well let's still keep up the exercise routine, even though you literally don't see any point in it. Let's still eat relatively decent food, which I did, I was not able to do yesterday. Um, mm. no. And that, you know, I've had a pretty strict kind of regimen. I eat foods well, that you're, are good. You're in California, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So for, I mean, I'm in uh, Newfoundland, which is opposite in the Southern Island and it's cold and uh, well, it was not too cold today, but it's cold in California and see nothing grows here. It's all rock. So it's like, you know, <laughs> the stuff grows here. But I mean, Stuff will grow if you really put it on, put some big, like, amounts of soil there. But, I mean, you know, it's not California if, if you can actually get stuff. So that's an issue a lot of people deal with not being able to eat well a lot of times. Especially In Newfoundland? Here. Yeah, yeah. Like, not, wow. not, I know you're eating, you're eating of some, but you mean, like, you're eating like healthy food, though. You mean, like, good food, like, good fresh food? Do you mean you say you, you weren't able to eat well yesterday? No, I mean, yeah, normally, normally, I mean, just in terms of feeling my best, what helps me feel my best is eating like fresh whole food. Um, so that, you know, that means like, um, you know, good, good quality meat, you know, foods that aren't processed, uh, that are low in sugar. Uh, sugar really has a strong impact on, on the way my mind works. Um, I try not to eat like really simple, simple carbs, like I don't want to eat bread just for the sake of having bread, you know. Um, yeah. If I want, if I want a carbohydrate, I could get something more complex, like uh, brown rice or quinoa or something that just doesn't just turn to sugar immediately in right. the body. Um. And yeah, yesterday, I mean, you know, un- unfortunately, it just things kind of went off the rails, and I I used uh, food like a drug and just ate very sugary food and I woke up this morning and it had subsided a bit you know I still don't feel yeah. 100% but no? well, well thank yeah. you for doing this show then because this is a, I mean if it's it's hurt at all then don't think that's going to help at all then there's no point doing it so uh yeah oh I'm I'm really honored to to be a small part of of your show I think this is really cool what you're doing Nick oh thank you thanks a lot and actually, I was going to, because we were saying before, we were talking about food. Um, the thing about you, yes, you led into it very well, and then I got confused, but not confused, but sidetracked by this talk of food, um, but, um, which is, happens a lot with me. I love food. Uh, anyway, about life challenges and how 
how they're not like they are. I mean, people see them as something you can fix and something you can correct and overcome this episode or overcome this disease or this issue. But they're actually that just still happened as part of life. So it's more of it's not to say hindrance to life. It's a reason. It's an aspect of your life. It's part of your life. You talk about that a bit. How any issue you have is not necessarily a hindrance to it, even though it may be tough, may be upsetting, may be difficult, maybe all things. But it is part of your life, and 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 so how you can move forward with your with that as part of your life, and not look for a quick fix or any fix, or just to improve your life. I'm not necessarily coming across it as a thing that can you can move past and and leave behind and forget about. Yeah. So I, you know, I think in everyday life, this is kind of is it, it passes uh, easier. Like, but there's a lot of people trying to sell the solution and trying to sell the answer. Yeah. To what, and they'll they'll sell an answer to whatever uh, they think is in your way because that's you know that's what we we gravitate towards this yeah. idea that there is something wrong with us that needs fixing. And you nailed it on the head. Is that you know, for you and for me, we both happen to have these things that aren't going to get fixed. Yeah. Like we're not going to, I'm not going to have a life where I'm not, uh, addict in recovery. You know, if I have, uh, alcohol, I'm probably going to destroy my life. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've proven that over and over again. It's like a switch goes off and all rationale is out the door. And, so, you know, it's like the reason why I try to eat well, the reason why I try to exercise is not to fix this this problem. It's trying to live as best I can with it. And my best is going to be different from your best or someone else's best. And, you know, at the end of the day, we are all going to die. That's yes. like the that's the the big thing that we all have in common and the job that our job as humans is to find a way to live that makes that death less scary that brings us more fulfillment i think a lot of this is one of the big reasons why i started hello humans a lot of people are selling happiness like it's um the ultimate goal you know yeah. like like that happiness is like this state of enlightenment. And if you do all these things right, then you will just be happy forever and always. I think that's a lie. Um, I've met enough of the, you know, the, the world's foremost authorities on living good lives to yeah. understand that, you know, anybody that's selling, I'm happy, happy, happy yeah. all the time is so full of shit. Um, and that, fulfillment is really the goal. And so I can be miserable, for instance, I can be absolutely miserable and still be doing pretty well. You know, right. um, it's like, do you mean fulfilled? You mean yeah. miserable, but be still being fulfilled? Yeah. And I don't always realize it in the moment that I am fulfilled, but I'm living in a way that I will remember that I'm, I'm doing well and I'm showing up for my son and I'm showing up for life as best I can. I am trying to take care of myself, trying to do the laundry even when it feels meaningless. And, yeah. um, and so, yeah, but I will have these voids of time where none of it makes sense anymore. 
and I have to just try and, and keep going. And, you know, to, to view it, to spend my whole life trying to fix myself like I'm broken, I don't think is going to get me to death with any more grace. If anything, I think that's going to mean that I miss a lot along the way because I will always be seeking something that's not here and now. And I think, you know, when I'm feeling well, trying to get into the present moment and to realize what's the texture of the wall, what's the, you know, how is this made and who designed it and really pay attention to the details kind of all around in the moment um, is, is the best quality of life I can have, you know, instead of being busy, but to say, I'm going to spend an hour with my son and just, just be here with my son, just experience this, not checking email, not doing anything. That's, I think some of the best ways you can experience life. And if you are approaching life as a problem to be fixed, you're not going to get many of those moments. No, you're not. Uh, One of my good friends, Bruce and I, we went on a trip and we didn't plan it. We just had a map of California. We had $600 and we had a bunch (laughs) of hiking gear and we didn't know where we were going. We just started going north. And it, it, it forced us to pay attention. It forced us to enjoy as many moments as we could because we didn't know if you were going to end up in a shithole or not. Yeah. Like we could end up sleeping on the side of a highway and it might yeah. not be a very glamorous place. Yeah. And I feel the same way about approaching life or personal growth or I'm all, I'm all for personal growth. I just am I'm for doing it responsibly and in a healthy way that nourishes your soul and doesn't constantly beat you or convince you that there's something wrong with you that needs changing. Yeah. Uh, but just that maybe helps you develop a habit that you enjoy or, you know, making time for a hobby that brings you pleasure. And there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, I, I think I went off on a, a tangent no, there. No, it's, it's good. I usually go off a tangent all the time. That's <laughs> half my show. Um, yeah, like you're saying, I mean, because knowing, knowing who you are, I think is, is uh, that's... And like who I am, for example, is like it or not. If I like it or not, uh, not who I am totally. But like, part of big part of me is someone who someone who has had a brain injury and cancer, and uh, and I got you know, that's like that's hard enough. I can't live my life and not and not and not recognize that I had a big brain injury or, or I got to fix my fact that sixteen years sixteen years ago I ran into a tree in my head, and I can't can't ignore like that. You know, less than two years ago, I diagnosed with cancer, and I've had eighteen rounds of chemo. I can't, can't just you know ignore that and uh, and try to fix and make that by finding one little thing and changing my identity. That's no longer me, and that and get and show the world that part of that part of my life, which I've been trying. I've tried to do. I know when I when I was first injured, I was desperately trying to get back. Like I said before, get back to where I was and. And that's not like you're saying. That's not me. That's a different. Even though it is my body and my name and all that stuff and like my personality, but it's it's a different person because it's even like I said, like even like a minute ago or an hour ago, it's different person than I am in this minute, this hour. It's different. A different, necessarily different person. It's a different attitude and all that stuff. But like a different, a different time. Every moment is just part of your part of your life, and if I just try to ignore, if anyone tries to ignore that, then they're missing a big part of what makes them them. And uh, I think that's very important for people to recognize that that even though you may have had a brain injury or depression or battles with alcohol or drugs or or if you've had another another disease or another issue. Accident that's caused you some problems that 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 did happen. That recognize that that even though you, it's not enjoyable and you don't like where you are now, it did happen and and did move with that. Reckon reckon only accept accepting as being such a it's kind of such a bad a bad like I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I forget that I don't know what I'm looking for. I, I, it's kind of a bad rap. We got a bad rap, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's not such a bad rap. That's like, that being accepted, accepted is not a word that people want to use. Because they're saying, oh, that means you're just going to give up on, on life and trying to live and trying to be this or do this. Just not accept and recognize, then use the word recognize. It's the same, it's the same thing. It's like just, just being technical with words there. But, um, what I actually want to mention also is that, when I first listened to your podcast, it was because you were interviewing Lisa Genova, and yeah, uh, I, lo- I love her. Yeah, I read because I, I read two of her books, and I saw you interviewed her, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta check out this podcast." And uh, and uh, she mentions about talking about external external identity, how you lose your 
with I think it was you're talking about Alzheimer's and uh, and also and then you're talking about the O'Briens and Huntington's disease and and ALS and losing your identity. But um, people feel like that way when after a brain injury or maybe I guess you do after after you when you had depression you don't know who you are and you lose your identity and and uh, external external identity is something that we present to people. So can you talk about how. Miss, how your what you've learned from your guests and your your life, for example, uh, about how external 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 identity, your external identity, is not necessarily doesn't make you you. It's not your identity necessarily, the true sense. Yeah. Well, on one level of external identity, like, um, I screwed up a lot, and so I think a lot of things that people cling to, like their education or their achievements. Um, you know, that isn't part of what I can hang on to. I was, you know, I, I was basically high and drunk from 12 to 22. I mean, it really got bad at around 14, but it yeah. started at, at 12 and, um, I, I dropped out of college. I became a meth head. And so, you know, I really started my adult, I started my, like, I would say even like teenage years at 22. And so, yeah. um, I'm not somebody who has these anchors. Um, I think that lots of people may have that really, you know, I went to this school and that defines who I am, but I do get trapped in it sometime, sometimes. Um, I mean, one of the things, this may be completely unrelated, but um, there, there's like this, dangerous idea of of should that i get trapped into yeah like, oh i should be this like you that know, my word mom, is so dangerous yeah yeah my, my mom's a successful writer and so it's like i should be a better writer or i should be a better drawer or i should be further along the, the my podcast should be more successful than it is and i frequently have to uh combat that and it's not you know there's uh, unfortunately there's no like well, you know, easy solution. It's a process, like most of life. That you, to anyone listening, please be careful of anyone selling solutions <laughs> to life, yeah. because if only it were so lucky to, you know, take a pill or start meditating or whatever to just change everything. And I haven't met really anything that works that way. What? But I have figured out practices that work. I think mindfulness. And meditation can really help, you know, when you're thinking really negative thoughts to just observe them. Maybe try and take a step back and observe them. That's helpful. It's not going to make the problem go away right away. But yeah. when it when it comes to my external self, there's a part of me that has this very toxic image of what my external self is. That I am this super productive achiever that is destined for for greatness and that's actually not who i am i'm like somebody who is doing the best they can uh, but i'm somebody who also i'm gonna need to take breaks and can't yeah. can't work for 18 hours a day and still have a good quality of life because i'll just fall apart you know i will literally yeah. fall apart and um well that relates very well to you know People with brain concussion, like the energy and that is all you would think you are productive. You or you want to be productive. Your external identity is someone who's very, very productive. 
you are you do get tired and you need to take break you see that you need to take breaks so you're gonna fall apart yeah yeah and that is part part of it and so when you are talking about the solution which i think is the the internal um thing it's about learning to trust yourself again yeah really learning to trust yourself again learning to know that if that quiet voice in your mind is saying you need to rest it doesn't matter what's in the way of that you need to rest yeah or or if you know you have this person you know for me this this has come up is you have somebody who you really love and care about but every time you hang out it makes you feel bad or you feel less than or you 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 know it's not good for you you need to uh, get some distance. Even though you care about that person, you need to get some distance. And, you know, for me, I've I've had to kind of, I wouldn't say it wasn't as dramatic as like cutting people out of my life, but it was just going, you know what? I, this, these interactions aren't good for me. Um, and it's the same with, I try not to teach myself with shame anymore. That's so my MO is like, you know, I want to wake up out of bed and, and get myself going by going, yeah, there's someone out there working so much harder than you and you just need yeah. to get up and do it, do it, do it. And that's yeah. t- talking to myself that way is I can get short-term effects from it, but in the long term, it really damages me. And so like, for instance, yesterday I missed my podcast deadline. It didn't come out on time. I'm going to have to go back and release it a day late. And that's kind of the way my whole life is, is like a day late. Um, and I have to learn how to approach these situations with grace, with not, not abusing myself for not being the way I think I should be, but to go, okay, Sam, I really, Nick, I really want to get my podcast out on Mondays. I've never been able to do it. I've never even been able to get my podcast out on a regular schedule. It's like, exactly. Yeah. It kills me. Honestly, it kills me because the industry it's not, is... Yeah, it's not really a day late, though. It's just a day that it comes out. So late right. is relative. But it, I know, but it you know it doesn't even come out on Tuesdays. It's all over the place. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and because I'm kind of all over the place. And it kills me. And I know if, I, if it came out on Tuesday or if it came out on Monday and people could count on that, it would be better. I know that, but... Yeah. Same. My my journey from getting from where I am, which is kind of all over the place, to where I want to be, which is having a very you know reliable publishing schedule, is a journey that I can't abuse myself the way along the way of it. It's something that I'm going to have to figure out with compassion and with kindness. It's like I want to enjoy what I do. I can't destroy myself in the process. That's yeah. That's a very, very good point, and I think that's a, it's a great spot to just to, actually ask you about about your just your, your own publishing in your in your, your your pocket your podcast website, and uh, and well before before I ask you about that stuff, but just how did you get started on, your how did you start your podcast? Did you start your podcast first? Your blog first? Writing first? Which one did you start first? Yeah, I started writing first. Um, I had a devastating heartbreak that, you know, I felt 
suicidal and alone and I had really screwed up. That's why I was heartbroken. It wasn't like, oh, the relationship didn't work. It was like I had ruined the relationship really. And that was a whole nother <laughs> thing yeah. to confront that I could destroy something I quote unquote cared about so much. And I just couldn't find anything out there. I mean, it's probably similar how you started con- concussion talk. I couldn't yeah. find anything out there that was speaking to me, that was telling yeah. my story. Yeah. And that's why, you know, it, the same way it's so important that you show up, uh, this is my advice to you. I know we've been doing this probably about the same amount of time, um, or not, I don't know. But um, is Well, I started in 2010. That helps you know. But Oh, yeah, no, you've been going longer than me. Well, but, the podcast um, is only 2015 now, so. Okay. But it's like, it's not about affecting millions of people it's that if there's one person if there's young one young person who is confused and feels alone that maybe this can find them yeah you know maybe this thing can find them in my case it's about it's a little bit more uh generalized which you know has still, its ups yeah. and yeah. it has its ups and downs this is very specific if somebody has a traumatic brain injury and they're feeling deeply alone this has the power to speak to them in a way that Oprah never could. I hope you so. know, yeah. yeah, and and that's that's why I started it. I started it because I I know that there's other people in this space, and I'm very grateful that there's other creators creating in this kind of you know vulnerable, open. Let's talk about the hardship of life kind of space. But it, I want to at least be one of them. I want you know if you're feeling completely. Um, screwed i'll try not to swear on your program yeah, i don't worry uh if you're feeling completely screwed i want you to know of one place you could go to where somebody also feels screwed all the time all right yeah. now that's a excellent point yeah it's not not always happy 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 or or info that's necessarily so pertinent to anything that's going on but it's just life and just that's not always Sometimes your phone feels good, or so and so somebody doesn't feel good, and they want to talk to somebody about it or hear somebody speak about it. Yeah. So, um, so yes, you yes, I'll give you a chance now to actually. That may not be the best segue in the world, but I'll work on those. But um, talk about your your what your okay, your podcast and your for example your Patreon page. If you want to give that up, you tell people that I think. How they can find Sam and Hell Humans and How to Human podcast. Okay, yeah. So the website is hellohumans.co. The podcast is called How to Human. It should be available wherever you found this podcast if you are listening on the iTunes Store or Spotify or anything like that. And if you end up listening to the program and like it, I am always looking for people to help support it. We are ad free and it's just audience funded and you can go to patreon.com slash how to human. That's great. That's great. And I basically say the same thing except for concussion talk and, and just, and just, uh, so thank you so much, Sam, for, for being a part of this podcast. And uh, I hope this reaches people who, May have felt that it's great to listen to people talk about brain genes, advances in information, but but also want to hear about about what it means, what what it means to have an injury and, and their emotions and what that's okay to not feel great all the time, to feel sad or or upset or 
or lost. So, uh, and I think you've definitely articulated that for a lot of people. And as your your podcast does too, your How to Human podcast, and your, of course your Patreon page, and your website. But uh, yeah, that quote is on. It's a quote from your Patreon page. I've put it on my on my promo little promo page for this podcast on Concussion Talk. And uh, so I encourage everybody to go to his Patreon page and read the quote. And if and read his Patreon page to find out to see more about this his what he's doing. And uh, I think Sam's been a great guest, so thank you. And uh, I was just like to I'll take this time just to thank everyone for listening and for and to, as Sam said, like the Sam was saying, his schedule is no when his podcast come out, and I don't know who even don't even know who my next podcast guest will be. So when I find out, I will try to get them like I said like a Tuesday or Monday or Tuesday who knows but uh so the next podcast I hope you'll listen but I don't know when it'll be but it'll be hopefully next week and um yeah so thank you all for listening and and we're please visit well Sam's pages hellhuman.co and please visit my page concussiontalk.com and I have a Patreon page as well you do Patreon. oh cool Yep, patreon.com, patreon.com slash concussion talk. But I have right now my cousin Gareth, so thank you much, Gareth. He's the one, he's the the one dollar, he's the one dollar to contribute to that. He's talking about the Patreon, I guess, was what, five, four years ago? Four years ago almost. So, but yeah, I'm I'm on my, I'm on Spotify, Google Play. The podcast is on, it's more, more spread out. It's on Amazon. Not Amazon, two point saying Apple, the Apple iTunes Store, Apple Podcasts, I enjoy SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, and Google Play Music, and Stitcher now, and so uh, there's lots of places to get the podcast, and only one place to get my my uh, my blog website, which I haven't written a blog in a long time, but uh, that's concussiontalk.com, and um, so thank you all. I hope you listen again. And, um, yeah, so, and thanks again to Sam for, for everything. So, like, to just, yeah, that's it. So, thank you so much for everyone. And hope you listen again and listen to Sam's podcast as well. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.